1865, after the tragic assassination of President Abraham Lincoln, his body traveled for three weeks by train from Washington, D.C. to Springfield, Illinois. There his remains were laid to rest. That is until 1876 when a gang of criminals hatched a plot to steal the president's remains. Hey y'all, I'm Christina and you're listening to History and Hearsay and welcome to Spooky Season. After you listen to today's episode, don't forget to go and check out the rest in this series. Back in President Lincoln's time, banking was incredibly disorganized and counterfeiting money, documents, and other items was rampant. It was so bad that many estimate about one third of the cash in the country at that time was fake. Lincoln was well aware of this problem, and it was one of the things he was working to fix during his presidency. And in fact, one of his last acts as president was creating an agency tasked with fixing this problem. He called them the Secret Service. Now, of course, nowadays we think of these guys as the ones who protect the president, but their original purpose was to catch counterfeiters. So if you fast forward a few years after Lincoln's death in 1870, you'll find one of the nation's largest counterfeiting rings headquartered in central Illinois in a pickle. Their master engraver, Benjamin Boyd, was arrested by the Secret Service. And with Boyd in prison, the gang quickly ran out of counterfeit money. Their crime boss, Big Jim Keenly, was furious to have one of his best guys behind bars. This was really causing him some major problems. So what's the guy to do? Well, how about hatching a plan to steal the body of President Lincoln? Wouldn't have been the first place I would have went, but okay. The plan was to steal Abraham Lincoln's body, hold his remains ransom until the government freed Benjamin Boyd, gave him a pardon, and paid the gang $200,000 in gold. Must have been trying to get some of that money back that he lost while his guy was in prison. So while this plan seemed pretty wild, it sounded like they actually had a pretty good chance of pulling it off because at that time, Lincoln's grave had no real security to speak of. It was simply a single padlock on the vault store. But one night in Springfield, one of the guys from the gang had drank too much and he revealed their entire plan to a woman. She, of course, told some others and soon the story spread throughout the entire town. So this gang of would-be grave robbers fled the city. Big Jim, however, was not one to give up so easily and so he simply moved his headquarters to Chicago and set about finding a professional body snatcher to help him with his task. And it just so happened that one of the customers who frequented Big Jim's saloon, a man by the name of Louis Swiegel, said that he had experience with body snatching and offered to help with the plan. Big Jim accepted him into the gang and plans were made. Lincoln's body would be stuffed into a long sack, put in the back of a horse-drawn carriage, taken to Northern Indiana and temporarily hidden. While the nation was in an uproar with everybody freaking out about what had happened and where his body was, the ransom terms mentioned above would be announced. But what Big Jim did not know was that old Lewis, well, he was a Secret Service agent who had been working undercover. The date for the grave robbery was set for November 7th, 1876. And the reason they chose this date is because it was an election day and Big Jim figured Oak Ridge Cemetery would be deserted that night. So on the planned night, the gang goes into the cemetery. They saw the padlock off the iron door for Lincoln's tomb. They pry the marble lid off the sarcophagus and attempt to lift the heavy wooden coffin. However, this was said to be about four to 500 pounds and the robbers were only able to move it about 15 inches. Lewis was then ordered to go and bring the horses and the wagon into the tomb instead. Plan B, maybe they were going to drag it out 
using horsepower. So Lewis goes outside where there are eight Secret Service agents hiding in the shadows, just waiting for their moment. Once alerted by Lewis that it was go time, the Secret Service agents storm into the tomb, revolvers in hand, and one of the Secret Service agents accidentally sets off his firearm, alerting the robbers who are still far enough away that they're able to run away and escape the cemetery. Now, luckily for Secret Service agents, these guys didn't seem to be any kind of criminal masterminds because they simply went back to their homes and 10 days after this incident, they were all captured in Chicago. Robert Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's son, hired the best lawyers in Chicago to prosecute this gang. And so when the case came to court eight months later, they were all found guilty and sentenced to one year in prison. On June 22nd, 1877, a train took the convicted tomb robbers to prison to begin their terms. After the attempted kidnapping of his remains, President Lincoln's body was moved multiple times. And interestingly enough, each time they would move his body, they would open his casket and look to make sure it was really him in there. And so the last time this happened was in 1901 when he was finally laid to rest for good in Oak Ridge Cemetery, where you can still visit his grave to this day. Now it's believed that one of the reasons that these two robbers were so bold is that they knew that in Illinois, the only punishment for convicted grave robbers was a year in county jail. And so three years after the attempted theft of Lincoln's remains, the Illinois legislator revised its statute on robbing graves to make the penalty up to 10 years in state penitentiary with the hopes that this would deter anyone from making this kind of plan again. I mean, risking one year in county jail versus 10 years in state penitentiary, that really ups the ante. So maybe someone would think twice before trying to do something like this again. All right, so what you guys think? That was kind of interesting. Had you heard of this before? This was a new one for me and I thought it was so wild. There are sometimes some crazy stories that you think, how is it possible that I haven't heard this before? Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. I will see you guys right here next week for the final installment of my spooky season series 2023.